Welcome from Epworth United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Debbie Weatherspoon, and this Sunday we began our series on abundant life. Jesus says in the Gospel of John, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. As Richard Rohr reminds us in the invocation that we shared in worship, we give thanks that we can offer just this one prayer and that will be more than enough because in reality, everything and everyone is connected and nothing stands alone. Nothing stands alone because we are in community, which was our theme this Sunday. We hope that this idea and concept and reality that can be true in our own lives would speak to you about how we have abundance, not in things, but in people, in love, and in life. The scripture reading this morning is from the book of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. As many of you know, I do a lot of the scripture reading here, and I want to tell you that this morning, when I got the scripture this week and I read through it, I felt great sympathy for the people of Jesus' time as they heard these words because they didn't make a lot of sense to me when I read them. <laughs> Fortunately, if you do pay really close attention to what's being said, it does begin to make a little more sense. And hopefully, before this series is over, none of us will have any doubts as to what Christ was saying in these words. 
The chapter is entitled, Jesus the Good Shepherd. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all out on his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The word of God.
the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, thank you from the depth of my heart for your loving presence and participation with our joint worship service last Sunday with Easter Hill United Methodist Church of Richmond, where my husband Dale is the pastor. How many of you were able to be here last weekend for that big event? Well, thank you all for the ways you were participant and leader. And uh, Caroline Lee, I saw you come in. Are you, there you are, wait, hi. Thank you, you are uh, a leader on our church council, a steward of our witness and welcome ministries. And I just really wanna thank you for organizing the hospitality for the event. You may recall when Caroline made an announcement a few weeks ago, she pointed out that I am married to the Easter Hills pastor. So she said it was kind of like having our in-laws coming over. <laughs> well, my sister-in-law who participates at Easter Hill couldn't be with us that day, but she was here on my first Sunday, um, the beginning of July, and she said how much she loved the hospitality here, how welcoming everybody was. Last Sunday, we were nearly 180 in worship. Yeah, and a lot of energy and love went into it, and I thank you so much for that. And I'm looking forward to the next time. How about you? Yeah. yeah. Are you all ready to go over to Easter Hill? Okay, cool. All right, I'll work on that. Speaking of in-laws, um, I just want to share with you, you know, I realize... I mean, I've realized it other times, but it kind of came to me when that was shared that, you know, I never met Dale's parents. Dale went to seminary where we met in his 40s, leaving a position at Visa as a project manager. By the time he went to seminary, he had served on just about every leadership role at his home church. He worked, took college classes along the way, and cared for his parents through their illnesses. When his dad died years after his mom had passed away, he finally wrapped up that bachelor's degree and, and moved across the country. See, Dale is a native San Franciscan and didn't leave until that moment. And he went to Washington, D.C. for his Master of Divinity at Wesley Theological Seminary. The people who knew him in the church weren't surprised, as they all saw he had the gifts for ministry. But they probably thought at his age, <laughs> maybe he, that wasn't going to happen. Turns out they might have thought the same thing about him, will he ever get married? So he had to go to seminary to find me. There's a 12 year age difference between us. I went to university right out of high school and seminary wasn't too long after that, although not right away. In our marriage of 25 years, we've always been a clergy couple. Marriage requires a lot, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. One of the big deals in marriage is money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clergy are considered self-employed when it comes to taxes, and clergy taxes and finances are weird. Leroy, right? Yes. Uh -huh. The first time we met with someone who specializes in clergy taxes, I recall this moment when he just was quiet, looking at our papers. And then he looked at Dale and he said, you must really love her. <laughs> Be 
Because what do most people who go right to university after high school and then to grad school soon after that have? Debt. Debt. And what does a 40-something year old who always paid cash for everything in his life and wor worked for he since he was 16 have? Exactly, credit and no debt. <laughs> and whose name is the first three letters of debt? Deb. Yeah. <laughs> I have learned a lot about money since becoming a Weatherspoon. <laughs> and it's been tough. The toughest for us were these past six years when only one of us was serving a church. It's challenging when you have different backgrounds and life experiences and abilities when it comes to money. There's guilt, there's shame, there's math, <laughs> there's fear, and there's faith. And that, thankfully, is our common ground. Both of us grew up in the church. Both of us know that nothing is ours, that it's all God's provision. As a pastor since 1997 in four different churches and now with Epworth, I've encountered a diversity of experiences with money among congregants, sometimes without that common ground of tithing. For some, it's fundraising or donations rather than a spiritual relationship. But we gather here in community, in worship, in potlucks, choir, outings, events, building friendship, and chosen family. We have money, we have less money, we have more money, we have no money, and when we have no money, what happens? We carry each other. As a prophet saying, I don't care too much for money, money can't buy me. Love is life. The invitation is to love in all caps. And the messenger of that love, Jesus Christ said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So the question is, what does that mean to you? I suggest we spend the next couple of weeks exploring that. What does it mean to you to have life and have it abundantly? The image that we have from the Gospel of John is that Jesus is our shepherd, but first, as Susan shared with the children, he identifies himself as the gate. That is with the evening passage of the sheep to safety and the morning passage to nourishment. Ultimately, he does identify himself as the good shepherd who enters by the gate and whose voice the sheep recognize and trust. He is the person who properly cares for the sheep. He works strictly for the sake of the sheep flourishing, thriving, and living themselves. As a community of faith, we seek to serve as Jesus serves, being the hands and feet of Christ, helping the most vulnerable to flourish, thrive, and live. Epworth has a rich history of caring for the least and the lost and the lonely, of advocating for social justice, of caring for one another. And we want to continue this ministry into the future. Yeah? 
Yeah, okay, good. We want to continue this ministry into the future. So I ask you, what are the dreams? What are the dreams you have for such ministries? What dreams can we dream together to become an even more effective force for a healthy community in God's world? It is indeed our generosity of time and talent and tithing that helps make this kind of community possible. Each of us is called to contribute to that mission in, ever, in whatever way it is that God is calling us. That is for each of us to discern. And this is our abundant life together. And God invites us to take part in a mission of abundance, both to experience it and to share it with others. Thanks be to God. Amen. Lord, I keep so busy praising my Jesus. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Ain't got cause when I'm healing the sick. When I'm healing the sick. When I'm healing the sick, ain't got time. Cause it takes all of my time. All of my time. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. Keep so busy working for the kingdom. Keep so busy working for the kingdom. Keep so busy working for the kingdom. Cause when I'm feeding the poor, when I'm feeding the poor, when I'm feeding the poor. Cause it takes all of my time. All of my time. The rocks are gonna cry out. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. Lord, I keep so busy serving my master. Keep so busy serving my master. Keep so busy serving my master. Cause when I'm giving my all, when I'm giving my all, when I'm giving my all, cause it takes all of my time. All of my time. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. Now won't you get out of my way? Get out of my way. Glory and honor. Glory and honor. 
Hey.